The Eagles song "Push It to the Limit" was, in fact, in High School Musical. All right, tell <laughs> yeah, it to, everybody knows. Tell this. it to Glenn Fry's dead corpse. I'm I'm <laughs> sipping my water. You know what time it is. It is is currently true hydration hours. Oh yeah, where my where my H two bros at? All I can where my, my where my my water fellas my uh, my hydro homies my 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 wet buds yeah that's Ugh. the one wet <laughs> my buds. wet buds <laughs> that's what happens All right, when... here we go okay do you like disney do you like movies do you like friends who watch these movies disney channel tipsy paddle disney channel everybody welcome to the disney channel tipsy panel the podcast where we watch and review all the decoms from a to xenon my name is brandon lamuto i am your host and all my friends are here all my dogs all my buds all my bros here we go uh our sound engineer ryan metz is here it's your hydrated homie it's your wet bud it's your waterman himself oh you sipping on water my man actually it's bubbly water oh you got spicy water that's nice <sighs> I'm I'm more for that uh that that non-spicy water. I can't really handle the fizz. But that's okay. I accept all kinds of water. We also have our mixologist Mr. James Letary. Hey, it's it's your dehydrated nemesis. I've been drinking too much. Well, shit, my man. We got to get you some of that H2O right now. I'm calling a I'm calling in an APB for all my all my my wet buds to head over to your place, get you some water. <laughs> Yeah, I'm basically the opposite of that character from Captain Planet. Oh no, you're not Wheeler. No, <laughs> that's a shame. What's whatever the opposite of Wheeler is? And we got our Wait. art director, Brandon Banta. Hi, Brandon. Hi, I am Hydrolicious. Oh, I like that. That's great. Better than Fergalicious. It's it's good. It's a good thing to be hydrated. And together, we're all hydrocephalic. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Does that just mean we're made of water? It's water on the brain. <laughs> Ooh, love that. Our, yeah, our I, ventricles I, are full of excess fluid. Ooh, and our heads sounds, have swollen. That is fun. Maybe I don't know. I I think my brain is wet. I think it's good to have a wet brain. So uh, I am. Uh, I'm all for it. Who wants to tell us what movie we're doing today? Here we are on the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel because we all love to get together and talk about these movies. Today is no exception. We love to talk about the 2001 film Hounded. That's starring mm. Taj Maori and Shia LaBeouf and a, a little annoying pissy dog that I wanted to do unspeakable things yeah. Hey, let's not leave out Ed Begley Jr. I believe this is a, his only appearance in a Disney movie. And uh, you know what? I'm, I am, as, as the, the teens say, I am here for it. Sounds like I my like order it. at the bagel store. Yes, I'll take a toasted Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the Ed Begley Jr.? Capers. You know, I actually found out that Ed Begley Jr. has been a, a very firm environmentalist forever. He he got his first electric vehicle in 1970. Wow! Whoa. Wow! Yeah, was it, it was a bike? It was like a. I think he did have a bike. Uh, he had a, a a talk a reality show. Um, 
which was very short lived, but he did have an electric bike. Um, but this was his first vehicle was like a it was basically like a golf cart. So, he had a reality show that had to do with his electric vehicle. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it had to do with um, the electric vehicle, but it was definitely in it. Uh, the reality show was called Living with Ed. It was on from 2007 to 2009, I think. And uh, I think it was just about, you know, the things that he does in his life that, uh, you know, promote a green earth because he has a very small carbon footprint. Um, from what I read, his his house is very small. Uh, his California home lawn uh, is just, you know, natural uh, California. Um, is it flora? Which one? I don't remember which one is plants. Flora, flora. I think. Yeah, it's just natural California flora because the, you know, the classic American lawn is environmentally unsustainable. That's um, right. Say it again for the people in the back. Unsustainable. Clap, 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 clap. And I would so much rather talk about all of this than the film that we watched, but oh, we do have to get to the film, don't we're, we? We're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. Yeah, we're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason, and the reason is because we get real tipsy and we talk about movies that sometimes we like and sometimes we don't. Um, yeah, James made a really good drink for us this time. Uh, James, tell us about the drink. Well, this drink is not my own concoction, but. Uh, it's on theme in that it's dog based and also it's, Ew. it's full. It's just almost straight liquor. So it's cool. a, uh, it's a salty dog, um, which is uh, one ounce of gin or vodka. I like gin and everything, but if you like vodka, go for that. Uh, and then it's three ounces of grapefruit juice to that. Uh, if you have a little bit of orange juice, probably great too. A uh, ton of ice. And what makes it salty is you salt the rim uh, and then throw, you know, fresh mint garnish it i wouldn't really muddle it uh garnish it with fresh mint or fresh basil kind of whatever you got um i just had one this is the first drink that i've had while we're recording in a while it's pretty good rolling yeah, it is. down the street <laughs> and by first drink i've had while we're recording i mean made for the episode while we're recording right so i made one earlier um about an hour before this very moment laid back oh it's perfect i'll make the drink and then i will uh and then i'll have it for the episode but it goes down way too easily uh it's it's Mm -hmm. very good i mean if you if you add a couple other fruity things to that uh to that grapefruit it it just tastes like you know it's basically just a fruity drink and yeah i put a couple shots of gin in there and uh it's all gone it it, it went away very fast so now i moved on to uh i've moved on to modelo my cerveza of choice and uh yeah we, we know things are gonna get freaky from now on Ooh, love that sound that's yes. that uh, good old dry canada canada dry mm, beautiful uh listeners if you want to make this drink you should um you've just heard the recipe but we're also going to post the recipe on our instagram at disney channel tipsy panel you could go there you could look at the recipe you can make the drink and then you could send us a message and say hey that drink was really good thanks for uh thanks for telling me about that i really liked it if you want to make what i'm drinking here's the recipe you got to go to a thrift store and find a soda stream and then use it (laughs) <laughs> no joke i've got one for 6.99 and it came with a full tank of co2 wow that's not bad i like that <sighs> it was good way to carbonate free. your liquids 
Um, before we talk about the movie, I actually do have some some housekeeping things to take care of. We got some uh, we got some messages. We got messages from fans. Um, Welcome. You yeah, got the mail. F- so the first message that we got was related to our previous episode uh, about a ring of endless light. Um, oh. uh, this one's from Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for emailing us at our email, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Um, she said she likes Ring of Endless Light only for Jared Padalecki um, and because it's very cringeworthy with the romance the entire time. And I agree with you, Samantha. Um, she also called me out for my favorite YouTube video being Marissa shooting Trey in the OC. Um, She says, how is that your most watched YouTube video? There are so many other better videos. And you know what? You, you are right. I can't even, I can't even deny that Samantha, but you know what? It's, It's like, it's like Thanksgiving. It's, it's comfort. It's, it's, it's just, you know, it feels good whenever I put it on. It's like, Oh, I'm, I am reminded of a time where, you know, things were simple and I was in high school and and nothing mattered except for Marisha shooting Trey. Why watch season two Marissa shooting Trey when you could watch shoes or. Um, Charlie bit my finger. A chapstick. Yeah. Where's the Cupcakes. chapstick? Yeah. All right. all good ones. The history all of classics. dance. Uh, Smosh lip syncing. Or the very first YouTube video, me at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, Actually, a classic. I I know we normally wait till the end to plug things, but I'm gonna plug this video because we're talking about YouTube videos. Everybody, look up Mike Piazza on Baywatch. Mm. Oh my god, I almost <laughs> did a spit take. I just watched that. Wow, James. <laughs> From the sounds of it, you haven't seen it, dude. You gotta, I haven't seen it. I know we might have to stop and let you watch it right now. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. It's an excellent watch. Everybody, and the best part of the scene isn't even that Mike Piazza's no, in it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't spoil it. Everybody stick around after the credits. We're going to listen to James's <laughs> reaction watching this. One more part of one more point of housekeeping. <laughs> I, yes, you're going to love this, James. One more point of housekeeping. We got a message on Instagram from the account Banquet Before Me. Um, I don't know if that is a podcast or uh, yeah, it might no, be a podcast. That's I think my hardcore band. Oh, cool. Banquet Before Me. It truly does sound like that. That's a great um, name. <laughs> they asked if Disney Plus will ever put the Disney Channel premiere films on the streaming service. Um, We're my not educated, Disney. That's okay. I am Disney. And my my factual answer is probably not. Um I think mo- most of the many of the premiere movies were um really just funded by Disney. They weren't really made for Disney. It was really just, oh, you're making a movie. You need funding. We'll give you the funding if we get to just show it on our channel so we have something to show. Um, So unfortunately, most of the premieres, if you're interested, like Suzy Q or uh, Northern Lights or Ali Hopnoodle's Haven of Bliss. Yes, Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. All excellent movie. Um, Yeah, you won't see those on Disney Plus, but but you can you head to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you didn't hear this from me. I'm but, not uh, advocating you go for to you this, uh, to pirate them or to watch them yeah. for free, but I'm saying it's possible. Yeah, if if you happened to type the name of the movie and then watch online free, I don't know what's going to come up, but uh, it's a nice science experiment. 
but yeah, um, that's which, our. Th- those were my orders of business before which, we got into the which movie. Really, one of I'm our, just stalling. Which one of our mailbag writers said that "Push It to the Limit" was not in High School Musical? Because that's patently false. And you can fight me on this all you want, whoever you are. But <laughs> Glenn Fry and the Eagles did play "Push It to the Limit" in High School Musical. I was there. Yes. The Eagles are featured prominently in High School Musical. Push Everybody it knows this. To the limit. Guys, right, that's the last time I make that joke. Guys, I don't want to do this, but we have to talk about this movie. The people are here because we said we were going to talk about Hounded. First of all, have any of you ever heard of this movie? Okay, so I'm glad you asked that because I have this crazy memory from when I was like, I don't know, nine, 10, whatever of seeing Taj Mori in a Disney movie and him saying to his brother, you weren't supposed to be home for 400 hours. And me, a <laughs> genius galaxy brain child saying, ha, that's weeks from now. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> now I have my phone in military time all the time. So I don't know <laughs> who's the Poser. real winner here. Um, so short answer, um, kind of never heard of it. And to be honest, wish I never had Same here. <laughs> so what, what is this movie about? Does anyone want to just, you know, throw, throw out a, a 50 words or less about this one? Oh, sure. Because it's our new segment called tipsy treatment. Yeah. Hello. Here at the Disney Channel Tipsy panel, we've watched a lot of a good number of DCOMs. Uh, so using our expertise on the familiar beats and tropes of these movies, we try to guess what the plot is based on the movie poster alone. Nice. So that's what we tried to do. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll go first then. I'll, I'll jump in. So my only memory of the movie was that one like five second moment. So here's where they gathered from the poster. The poster says that Ed Begley Jr. is in the movie. So I assumed that he was the dog owner and I was correct. Um, I, I, I figured that the dog was also one of those like best in show type dogs. You know, a show dog, um, the owner projects his feelings onto the dog, etc. And he was a show dog. So I was right there, too. Um, and then I think that was all I was right about. He asked older brother to watch the dog, who then asked younger brother to watch the dog. The dog runs away while the younger brother's playing video games, and they jump through hoops, <laughs> wink, wink, to try to get the dog back. And I was not right about that. So I, I, I had some of it right. Um, and obviously I predicted that somebody would fall into, you know, some sort of wet substance, and that never happened. So <laughs> fuck me, right? Well, you might be correct the scene with the um with the girl where she's trying to get him to kiss the dog and he falls over the wall that it sounded like he fell into a wet substance oh my god i have so much to say about that but i need to hear everyone's tipsy treatments first um all right well somebody else has to go because i can't get mine to come up all right. I thought it was going to be about a kid and his older brother who find a dog and then turns out the dog is owned by like the notorious mean teacher. So upon losing her precious pooch, she grows a softer side in her sadness. Uh, so the kids keep it and vow to return it once the summer break hits. But the dog is just so mean and um, the teacher's wrath pales in comparison to the small dog. So they try to return it early. I was, I'll give myself a C. Yeah, you were close. I'd give you at least a C plus. 
He was a principal, not a teacher, but that's that's basically there. All right. I, I conjured mine up and, and this was after I had um already pulled up the screen, so I maybe got more of a hint than I should have, but um essentially I thought it was about a boy who moved to a new town and a new school and for some reason is entrusted with taking care of the principal's dog as some weird mandatory school thing. Uh, and it's it's not easy for them, but eventually the kid and the dog become friends, and unfortunately the dog goes missing, and so it's up to the kid and his friend to make sure the dog is home in time for uh, like homecoming or the dance or something. Uh, but all the while, the dog is apparently held captive by a rival school, so the kid and his rival have to team up to reunite the principal with the dog. It was... Um, I, I got the, the school aspect of it, but, um, not much else. So, you know, as most of my grading is to give myself a, a pass out of a pass fail. Um, I'd, I'd say you were pretty close. You got that. It was the principal's dog. You got that. The kid ended up having to watch the dog. The dog went missing. That's, that's like, you know, most of the movie. You're right. That sounds like a better movie. Yeah. Thank you. True. Thank you. All right, I, I took a real wide swing on this one. Again, I, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, but mm, I yeah, said Alex it was going to be about... that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I said it was going to be about uh, two kids. They find a dog that has something on its collar, huh. kind of like uh, Orion's belt in Men in Black. They don't know mm. what it is, but they find the owner. It's Egg Begley Jr. Turns out he's a jewel thief. <laughs> and they see like him and a couple henchmen possibly wearing balaclavas uh, <laughs> at his house. Uh, they want to bring it back, but they're scared. And then they get noticed by the henchmen and they go, go on a chase throughout town. And it's just a debacle. But eventually they make it to the museum. They return the jewel and then everybody else gets arrested. Uh, and then I... I was not right about any of that. <laughs> like, was... yeah, but honestly, that is so much better than what it actually was. You, it, I, yeah. I, I think your only flaw is that you're too creative with with mm. your ideas for the movies. Like the guys who wrote this movie, uh, what are their names? Don Kalam and Chris Conroy. Do you know the Don only Kalam. other thing? Yes. Do you know the only other <laughs> thing that they wrote? It was Employee of the Month. So oh. you can't really assume. Ooh too much about the Dane Cook movies. Yes. The Dane Cook movie oh and Dak Shepard and like Jessica and Simpson, Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Holy that's shit. That's their, that's their, the only other movie that they have written. And you know what? I think I'm, I'm going to check IMDb. Is it rated higher? It is rated only a little bit higher than Hounded was. Well, at least I've Employee of the Month is a bad movie for adults made by adults. This is a bad movie for kids made by adults. Right. Yeah. yeah I've seen that gotta... movie more times than I care to admit. It used to be on Comedy Central a lot. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> the only thing I'll give myself credit for on the, the predictions is I did go into tropes. Um, I said there was going to be a dog chase and trash and goo same as you brandon um so the dog might literally eat homework but it did just ruin stuff and i i think the only thing that i'll say i got was that they played into allergies mm. there was yeah. like an underlying allergy thing that had to come up somehow yeah yeah 
so so the actual plot of this movie is that um, Taj Maori is at odds with Shia LaBeouf, who is in I believe this is his first Disney Channel original movie. Wow. Um, He's yeah, I mean, he'd, be, he'd already been on Disney he Channel, is. but I, th- I think this was his first decom officially. He's very good in this. Uh, yeah, no, he's great. He plays the bully. He plays Ronnie Van Dusen, an excellent rich snob name. Um, he steals Taj Mori's like scholarship presentation and he gets the scholarship. Now, his dad is the principal at the school. So obviously his dad finds out and they're trying to, you know, keep this secret, keep it under wraps. And this hey, sucks for Taj Mo- It is a decom. It's the first, uh, according the decom to Disney, bell. it's the first decom. <laughs> And um, Taj Mowry is pissed about it, but he doesn't really do anything except try to prove that ta- that uh, Shia LaBeouf stole his presentation by going to his house and breaking and entering and finding proof. And when he doesn't really find proof, he instead finds a dog that follows him home and he essentially steals a dog and he has to find a way to get this dog back while also avoiding the maniacal dog who is off its meds from uh, destroying the whole house and himself as the movie, which he fails at. The dog does destroy the house and himself to an extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is like a seven pound dog. Yes, it is. What kind of dog it's is this? I'm terrible with Pomeranian. Dog yeah, it's right, Pomeranian. Okay. So it's a, yeah, it's a little white palm um which has these these, you know, devil fangs uh when it's off its meds and the Named? worst bark I've ever heard. Oh, it's oh, it such a yap. You haven't heard my yeah. neighbor's dog, buddy. Oh, I guess I have not we'll think have that to was, hear them for comparison. I think that was part of the reason why I hated this movie so much is because the dog yapping was going on while simultaneously my neighbor's dog was yapping and I wanted to fucking die. I, oh, I almost stopped worst. watching this movie. I was, I was almost going to come here being like, yeah, watch 35 minutes of it. Couldn't continue. What was the dog's name? Camille. 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 You know, I like human names for dogs. That's a, that's a yeah. nice name. Yeah. Also a very fitting show dog name because obviously a white palm is going to be a show dog. <sighs> Um, the, the, the plot is, there is literally nothing. There is nothing interesting in the plot of this movie. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm just going to jump into the, the random stupid things that I saw in this movie. Um, for instance, um, I really liked that Taj Maori went to watch TV and the only thing that was on TV was army propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. my God. There was a quote in this where, uh, his so his older brother Ta- Taj Maori's older brother is in army training camp, right? And he's like in it, ROTC or something. Yeah, and his officer in command or whatever tells him that he's really passionate, but he's too intense to be a soldier. <laughs> Incredible! Like, Not War in this criminal in country. Guys, everybody knows that to be a soldier in the army, you can't be angry. You can't be aggressive. That's not what the army is all about. Right. Like the, all the soldiers that killed Pat Tillman, you know, his own men, like yeah. they weren't aggressive and angry. They were using <laughs> they were logic. Compa- and reason. They were compassionate. Yeah. They were empathetic. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Just like all the soldiers that did war crimes in Iraq and Korea and Vietnam, they were all compassionate and they used reason you know the 
Yeah. The U.S. military is a force for good in the world. Yeah, that's why we give them so much money. Oh, there's a knock at the door? Oh, there's some soldiers here? Guys, I'll be right back. They probably uh, want to shake and, your hand. <laughs> and that's the last um, time we ever saw Ryan. They're, they're probably here to put electrical leads on me and put a black hood on me and take photos of me. And then the they'll give you a good hearty pat on the back. The quote I agree with, that, that the quote that Mike said was, if it wasn't for the military, people wouldn't be able to waste their time with art because there wouldn't be any freedom. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yes, 100%. Freedom means you have to have freedom. You have to take it from somebody else. That is yep. how the world works. Disney Let's talk about uh, the principal stealing a hour. game cube controller Brandon, what do you want to talk about whatever you want I to want, talk about i do too let's get off this topic i want to talk about how the principal steals a gamecube controller from a little girl mm. and then that's supposed to be the whole entire gaming console yeah i wonder what game he's playing i imagine it's like a candy crush type that's he's pong. obsessed yeah. with it it's 2001 it's like pong or something it's one of those 49 in one game systems that you get on tv oh yeah mm. yeah it's, um it's i gotta say though Ed Begley did a good job as just the 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 shitty guy, like the antagonist. I, I liked him because normally in whatever roles he he does, he's usually just like a like a friendly guy. I mean, I don't know. He he's in a ton of things, but my first thought when I see Ed Begley is Arrested though. Development. Yeah, he he's is, but doofus. he's he's I think he does a good job of being both the lovable doofus in other things, but in this one he is the the hateable doofus. So I guess yeah, he's just good at being a doofus. So we've got military brother, Mike or Matt. I can't remember. We got Ed Bagley Jr. <laughs> um, we got, we got uh, Sarah Paxton. Taj. We got Sarah Paxton. She's in the wheelchair. Hey, you can't define somebody by their disability. She's the charming young lady who's a friend to all. She happens to use a wheelchair. Yes, you're right. Um, and in fact, I think that's actually maybe the only good thing that this movie does at all. Disney Channel is pretty good about representation at this time because, you know, nobody ever got representation on TV in, I guess, the oh, in ever. Wow. Yeah. So so that, that, that was nice of them to do. Um, mm -hmm. But let's talk about the only significant moments that Sarah Paxton has, because one of them has just thrown me for a loop ever since I saw it. So uh, Taj Mori, whose character name I have no idea, Jay. is just Jay. sure. He is talking to Sarah Paxton and looking for advice because that is what she is there for. She is the the plot device. She will tell him what to do in the next scene of the movie. And at one point they're talking in like a gazebo or just some outside area. <laughs> and he's like, hey, that's a great idea. Thanks. And then he leans in for a kiss. Now, at no point in this movie is it established that they are that they are dating, that they are an item, that they are anything at all, except when he leans in for a kiss. So I have to wonder. Was it like cut from the other parts of the movie that he was, you know, dating her? Or was this just like a really weird moment where he thought he could just go for it? Weird moment. That that struck me, too. I was like, did I miss something? But no, it just I think it literally was just out of the blue 
to create yeah. a basically like a prat fall for him. Like he fell hard mm-hmm. off of yeah. whatever he was sitting on. Mm-hmm. It was a good fall. I liked it into some unseen liquid or goo. Yeah, <laughs> you love to see yeah, they were it like a or fountain. not see it. Mm-hmm. And then the only other thing that I remember her for in this movie was her giving him advice on, I guess, how to steal the dog. Uh, I, I wish I had the whole advice. All I have written in my notes is Sarah Paxton's idea is awful, underlined. And I, I wish I knew what the idea was, because not was, only it, do I not remember what she said, I don't remember what happened in the movie. It was something dumb, like, oh, why don't you call up Van Heusen and tell him that the dog, you have the mm. dog in the park. and Van Heusen? Right. And with the voice changer yes yes call up classic uh call up uh classic polo shirt maker van houston and tell him him that you've stolen his dog hello phillips van houston i have your dog (laughs) and the whole point was like oh you got to use the voice changer You, you need the voice changer and the entire time that Taj Mori is using this voice changer, he's talking into what looks like a megaphone. So, like, you know, he speaks into yes. the mouthpiece and yes. then it goes out the other side. But he's got the phone up to his mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes, the they used it wrong. Doesn't work, it doesn't work that way. Him <laughs> and his brother use it wrong. Yeah. Well, the brother uses it correctly one but time. He, when switches, he uses he, the payphone. Oh, he does use the payphone, but the brother at one point... Is you, and when he first uses it, he's using the megaphone part, and then he's using it up to his face, which makes me think that they had a conversation where Jay was like, no, 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 man, you got to put the phone up to your face. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a smart guy. Yeah. Ooh, it's a reference. Did any of you watch Smart Guy, the WB show with Taj Mori? No. Yeah. No. There was such a thing. Yeah, so it was on the WB, I think, in like 90, 98, 99. He was a kid, then just he was just like a boy genius. Um, he was like a 12-year-old attending high school. Um, but yeah, and then I, I imagine what happened after that was Disney, uh, you know, headhunted him and got him on some like three-movie uh, three deal because he did this. He did the poof point like in the same year. And then he also did the Kim possible movie because he's the voice of Wade. So he's, you know, I, I imagine Disney was like, let's take him away from that TV channel and put him in all of our movies. And you the know what? It works. Huh? That's what it's yeah. called. When I eat the Spanish rice at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do not want to be that rice. That was, that was a direct quote. Well, not a direct quote, but they made it a point to say that the Spanish rice at lunch gave a bunch of the students at the school food poisoning. That was a nice development. I liked that. And, and oh, and then, then he spread to the hash browns. Yeah, he's doing like a, a walk and talk like the West Wing, and he goes, apparently it spread to the hash browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, did anybody get the sense that this was supposed to be like an animated TV episode? Like everything about this movie just felt like a cartoon. Like there's lots mm-hmm. of cartoon noises, like a lot of boing and a lot of just like it, it doesn't feel like it's live action for most of the movie. All the dog sound effects were really cartoonish. It sounded literally like a man in a recording booth doing the dog sounds. Yeah. And the dog actions like this dog 
should not have survived anything that happened to it. Yeah. It gets like dragged from the back of a car and like thrown <laughs> across the room. Like, and the, it's, the puppet is like a Rick Baker American werewolf. Oh. It's disgusting. <laughs> and they just like, will just basically do the thing where they like put it on the end of a seesaw and toss it. <laughs> and then it, the dog Damn. just lands. It does like a somersault. It's fine. Yeah. I, I will give them credit though for the way that they surprise me. <clears throat> the puppet gets tossed around and then all of a sudden the next cut is of the dog itself. That was the only thing that was well done. The fact that they brought the dog back in at the right moment. Enough to surprise yours <laughs> truly. You're, you're saying it was well done that you knew it was a puppet and then in the next scene it wasn't? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. It was It was good that they showed the real dog again when they did. That was probably the one good thing about this movie to me. The, there was there was one time in this movie that I laughed out loud. Just one in the 90 minutes. And I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but it's um so the dog is lost and Ed Begley Jr. owns the dog and figures out that the dog has been kidnapped, but he kind of keeps it under wraps because, you know, he's a uh, he, he, he's simply put, he's a, he's a simp to his wife and he doesn't want her to be upset or, or angry or, or anything because then it just, you know, gives him more stress. So he jumps through, you know, he, he tells, he jumps through hoops to try to get the dog, but then he also tells the student government, you got to make these posters to find my dog. So these two kids who are supposed to be, I guess, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, they go <laughs> around with these posters and they go to the car wash and they're inside of the car wash and they say, let's put the posters up in here. You, you know, everybody comes, everybody walks through this hallway to wash their car. They're going to see that they're going to stare at this poster for like 10 minutes. And the other guy's like, oh, dude, great idea. So they put the poster up and then five seconds later, the water washes it off because they were inside of the car wash. That made me laugh. <laughs> They, Did anything they were... in this movie make you laugh? <laughs> um, I, I mean, that whole let's make posters is kind of ill-conceived because uh, Van Houston knows who has the dog. He's been conversing with him on the phone through the voice box. Yeah. Um, I mean, all, all the main character had to do was use his older brother, say, hey, man, I saw your lost dog poster and I found your dog. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you then only need return the dog. People. Movie's over. They've never met. And this is another <laughs> one of those movies where the protagonist is just lying to everybody for no reason at all. Like we're mm-hmm. supposed to believe that he is a scholarship worthy student, that he deserves to go to the top prep school, whatever it was called, uh, Richington. Who the fuck cares? But he has only shown that he is untrustworthy because he won't do a single thing right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a supposedly smart kid, he's really stupid too. Like this little dog, Camille has a collar. All he would need to do is tie the dog to the headmaster's door handle and ring the doorbell <laughs> and run. And instead he's like, go away. Shoo, shoo, go away. Dude, you I say that, to but anything. I didn't even think about that. It's well, because you're very much like him. You're trustworthy, though. Yeah, but I guess I'm also an idiot. You've 
you say it yourself, and those are your words, not mine. They are my words. They're my words. I'm an idiot. I'm a big stupid there, dumb boy. There was one moment that I laughed out loud in this film, and uh, it, it also happens to be the DCOM F-bomb moment, if I mm. may introduce this segment. Oh, please um, do. So the moment where I laughed out loud was when the stupid little dog ran in the road after oh, chasing yes. Jay and the dog <laughs> runs on the road and kind of just stands there. Like it's trying to commit suicide and the cars are going by and they're honking. Eventually Jay finds it in his dumb little brain to go into the middle of the road and rescue the dog. And he picks up the dumb little mutt from the road and, and some other driver who looks like he should have been in tiger town. He looked like a real like Midwestern guy. He was like, <laughs> Keep that stupid dog on a leash. I just thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> hey, well, Ryan, you got to deliver the line now. You got to deliver hey, the f bomb. Keep that stupid fucking dog on a leash. Perfect. Beautiful. Love it. That's the decom so, f bomb. For those of you who don't know, the decom f bomb is. You, you get one F bomb in a movie if it's PG 13, where would you put it? <laughs> Ham horn. Bam, 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 bam. My DCOM F bomb was just in the beginning where Mike was um <clears throat> where Mike was being the drill instructor and just yelling at his cadets, just like, You invertebrates don't know a fucking thing about the army. That would be it. It's just, just it, it. It's the only place where I figured it would fit. Just get it out of there early, you know. Let him scream it, so we know that the older brother is a bad dude, even though he's kind of good, but not really. Who's got an f bomb? Somebody, quick, say it. Uh, ah! uh, okay. Uh, so the so when Jay brings the dog to his house the first time, he decides to poison his whole family's food. By feeding the dog directly out of Tupperware, which is disgusting. His yeah. mom, by the way, is out for the weekend. That's why this dog can wreak havoc on on the whole house. Right. Um. So he basically, in poisoning his family's food, he poisons the only supply of food that he has for the whole weekend. The dog eats everything. The dog eats like four or five times its weight in food, and uh, basically the dog looks into the camera and says, I got fucking diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jackpot. No fucking jackpots were in the making of this film. No, for the dog, <laughs> this is a jackpot. I, Brennan, that's weird. So I, I had two, and both were in the same vein. Ryan, I had the, that exact moment of... Take that stupid fucking dog out of the road because that guy was perfect, whoever they hired. Yep. And Brent and I also had something from the point of view of Camille, the dog. Um, we mentioned that they were at Jay's house and every channel on his TV is military. And the added aspect to that that is out of control and never comes back is there's a scene where it's like, soldiers saluting the flag on like the history channel and the dog salutes mm. and then it's like soldiers in boot camp and the dog is doing jumping jacks the yep. dog is yeah. putting its arms over its head so i came to the conclusion that the dog has ptsd and it was in vietnam <laughs> and <laughs> he's watching the, the the military channel and just 
that's why it freaked out. And everything that it's tearing up in the house, it's just going, they're fucking everywhere, man. We're fucked. We're fucked. It's having <laughs> PTSD. That's why asses. it's tearing the house up. Yeah. Not to, oh not to joke about PTSD, but... Or a war that we were never meant to be involved in. <laughs> yeah. It was black and white military footage. It was Vietnam military footage, and that's what set the dog off. Oh, my God. And that's why yeah. that stupid little shit destroyed the whole house and clawed neurotically through a door for hours. Yeah. And also caused, like, seven different pratfalls throughout the mm-hmm. whole house scene. Yeah, some yeah, home dog, alone marble trips. I was just about to say this dog is the Kevin McAllister of Disney. <laughs> Truly, yes, absolutely. Yeah, for all that the dog itself infuriated me, the plot device that was the dog was arguably the best thing about the movie. Just not not the the dog itself, but everything that it caused, which I guess yeah. was the entire movie. Yeah, there's there's uh, the entire well, about 30 minutes into this movie. I, I wrote this down in my book here. I'll just write the exact I'll just read the exact quote. I am 30 minutes in and I have no idea why this movie was made. What is the mm. point? What could possibly be the reason for this movie being made? I thought the same thing because we got so far into the movie without even smelling so much as a dog. And I was like, what the fuck is with this? Yeah. There's no, like, comeuppance. Taj Mori doesn't learn any lessons. Like, there's one moment where his brother tells him, like, why didn't you, you know, tell the principal that your thing was stolen? But he did, and that didn't really do anything at all. And at no point do his lies come back to haunt him, because he just gets the dog back, and all is well, and that's that's it. He was pretty weak, though. I mean, he didn't stand up for himself for anything, like, really at any point. At all. No. No. Maybe military school would have been good for him. I don't think he's going to learn to stand up for himself at whatever prep school he ended up at. Art school. Mm. Art school. Yes, that's the Remo Drive reference I was looking for. Artists for people who think they're better than everyone else. That's a great quote. Great line. My wife watched this and she's an artist and she agrees. Um, yeah, I mean, so many things about, uh, you know, Jay's reactions to stuff just made me upset. I mean, the, the baseball glove getting chewed up that belonged to his dead father. He was just like, oh, dad's glove. And then just immediately forgets about it. Yeah, that never comes back. No, Um, not even um, a little bit. The fact that there was really no point to his father being dead. Other than the fact that his brother was supposed to be a father figure, but was bad at it. Mm-hmm. Um, does this lead us into the DCOM dad hour? I say yes. Um, DCOM okay. dad hour. It's time. Let's talk about the dads. So the only dad in this movie is Ed Begley Jr. A.K.A. Ward Van Dusen. Ward Van Dusen. Great uh, rich snobby person name. Married to Eliza Van Dusen. Yeah, um, and and his wife is basically 
If anyone, if anyone remembers this, if if you've ever seen um, the Thirty Rock episode where they do Queen of Jordan, she's basically Randy. She's, oh my god! Yes, she she is basically the woman with the if, for for a reference who for somebody who doesn't follow that she is what everybody on the internet is calling a Karen. She has the big puffy hair. She is pasty white, and she would absolutely go complain to anybody about anything that is troubling her, even in the slightest. She's got the hair cut mm-hmm. she places the importance of her dog above that of her child or her husband mm-hmm. she lets her dog lick her mouth and her tongue mm-hmm. and she dresses in all white with long pattern scarves yeah you know what Which i just if, feel like is television speak for rich lady yes if we were doing a decom mom moment i'd give her an a plus just for being exactly what she is supposed to be and nothing else Mm. A mom moment. As but far the, as Ward yeah, go Van Dusen goes, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to flunk him for a change. Uh, you know, normally we don't flunk Same. these dads. Um, yeah, this motherfucker gets an F. I give him a B for being a total simp. And then his punishment <laughs> is also being a, a, a simp and a wife guy. He's, yeah, he's a blowhard too. He's like in front of all the students. He's like one thing and then in his personal life he has no control um yeah. can't control his son he's um like at least second or third in like pecking order to mm. his uh his father-in-law who's like the founder of the school mm-hmm. uh, oh, i forget shit. his name i forgot he's alive too like his portraits are fucking everywhere and yeah. he's still alive like what that a megalomaniac yeah, when he he's, he's another up. dad. Do we grade him? Oh, he gets an F, hundred percent. Just an no, F. dude, no way. That man gets an A. He's the the Chad Columbus versus the Virgin <laughs> Van Dusen. Uh, fine, you're right. I the wish you Chad weren't, but you're Columbus. absolutely right. <laughs> no, you can't take my wife and family from me. Ha <laughs> ha! Endowment, go ching ching. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's our show, everybody. No, we, yeah. we still got oh a ways God. to go here. But we then there's also there's also the fucking uh, the brother who is the the father figure. Do we do we count that in the decom dad hour? Um, it's tough because he's look, clearly a young guy. He's right. He's, he's in like prep in school. school. He's in high school. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know if he counts. I'm going to, I'm going to pass him for sure. I mean, how, how well am I going to pass him? I give him like an 80 or like a 75. Cause he comes around and, and he, he helps his brother out in his time of need. Uh, yeah. when, you know, there was no indication for a very long time that he would actually help his brother. So, you know, coming through in the clutch, um, you know, I give him a, like a B minus a C plus. I think he's really, you know, on thin ice because when when uh, when he and his younger brother have they when they really have it out over, you know, this whole dog and then, you know, all the pa- all the ghosts that have haunted them come back. And he said and the older brother says, like, you were too young to remember all the things I did for you when dad died. Meanwhile, their dad died at seven when he was seven. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think. You generally forget all the things that happened if you're seven years old and your dad died. Right. 
Well, there's also like not a whole lot he would have needed to do for a seven-year-old after dad died. It would have been like be warm and loving and which he was not, and he was right, not at exactly. All. Um, all right, so fine, I'll drop his grade to like a sixty-five or sixty-seven. He just barely passes. Fair. What else? What else even happened in this movie? Oh my god. Let's talk about just Shia LaBeouf in general. Shia okay. LaBeouf is great. I don't know why we haven't been talking about him more. He's he's very good at being the rich, snobby asshole. He's the best actor in this whole movie. Yeah, I agree. I even wrote down, I was like, oh, he's a young star in the making. <laughs> he, um, I, I have to I have to be honest. It's it's kind of weird watching this after seeing Honey Boy. Oh, my oh. God. It, like it, it does add a little different perspective to it. Yeah, it does. Cause he's kind of a sleazy kid. Like as much as a kid can be sleazy, like he's written to be like a slime ball of a child. Yeah. Yeah. He lives in his own house, essentially the pool house in the back and it's decked out in animal print bed sheets. Ugh. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> got everything. It's got like a lava lamp, you know, all the signs of a cool pool house. The yeah, lava that, lamp and the 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 techno music. Um, that shit was dope. I'd want to live there now. However, the and only I'm thing that ruined 30. it, the only thing that ruined it, was the fucking they they were the kids were like, oh, I hear it has a pool table, but no, it's got a fucking bumper pool table, and bumper pool Ooh. is like the it's like the fucking like the fucking Crystal Pepsi of tabletop games nobody likes bumper pool. are you talking about foosball no no i'm talking about bumper pool it's what is cool. bumper pool if you go if you go back and open up the movie it's what he has it, it's basically a pool table like it's got a felt covering but it's got those like pinball bumpers in there um Oh. The round ones, like those round bumpers, they're yeah. on the table. And it's supposed to be just like another way to play pool where you have to get That's the balls whack. to the other side, I guess. I don't know. It's a it's yeah. a dumbass game. And I have never met a single person who enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like the it's like the pool version of knock hockey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But knock hockey is great. I love knock hockey. Love knock hockey. Yeah. Well, how come that's not around anymore? But but regardless of the games that uh young ronnie van dusen what's his name ronnie yeah, yeah, yeah ronnie. ronnie he's he's a slimy little dude he's dealing in hall passes mm-hmm. he's trying to pick up um the Crazy. girl yeah yeah uh and and he's wearing leather gloves which is sleazy <laughs> for like an adolescent i think oh absolutely it's a little, it's a little and weird and he stole someone's speech yes yeah. And won a scholarship in their place. Yeah, he stole when he, a yeah. scholarship. When his, he clearly comes from means. Yes. And his own uh, presentation topic for the scholarship was that Jackie Chan would make a cool president. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I oh, disagree yeah, that's with. Right. <sighs> yeah. That well, was, I'd take uh, him right now. Yeah. Mm. For that same reason, it wasn't even funny to me because I thought about that and I was like, yeah, that might be pretty cool, actually. 
No, 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 no. He's a Chinese nationalist. I love Jackie Chan's movies. I think oh, he's a great right. actor. But I can't, I, I can't even speak to, you know, the details of that because anybody who's not a Chinese nationalist and who is from China is going to face serious consequences and their family will face serious consequences. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I can't really hold it against him for, you know, saying the things that he says. I don't know how genuine he is. Um, but Jackie I like the tuxedo. Um, yeah, he, he also denounced his son, who's gay, who said he's not my son. Oh, shit. I oh didn't know God. that. Ah, damn. Yeah, yeah no. Right. Never Would not mind. be a cool president. I take Jackie back what Tim I said. Be a bullshit president. Shia LaBeouf Fuck for president. Guy. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Um, honestly, let's let, yeah, honey boy for president. Wait, I'm down with that. Google, Google, Shia LaBeouf just got a whole chest piece tattooed on him for a movie role, but it is oh, real. What? And wait, it is what? Bad. what? And it's his whole, like, not just his, like, it's his whole front part of his body. Oh, damn. Well, wait, first wait, of all, it, yes, his tattoos are bad. Like just just looking, just you know, I googled Shia LaBeouf tattoo, and from what comes up, it is it is not good at all. Wait, can I can I redeem Shia real quick? Not that he requires redemption. Um, he did just donate like five grand to help a trans woman with gender confirmation mm-hmm. surgery. Yeah, so, he did. I think that's pretty fucking cool. No, I, yeah, that's I, very cool. Shia LaBeouf for president. I'm down. I think I think he's a good person whose only flaw was that the the Hollywood industry kind of fucked him over. And you know, I don't I don't think any young person who gets into the Hollywood industry is going to have a normal life experience. His but, biggest yeah. flaw is that he looks too much like Post Malone before he got the face <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. He got a full chess piece of like a woman and a clown embracing and the words creeper on his yeah. like abs area creeper is his character's name yeah. oh my god In the upcoming movie the tax collector which last time i checked on rotten tomatoes it had a zero percent <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? That's oh fucking God. awesome, and I'm so happy he did that. I think that's great. <laughs> Good for him. Oh, now it has a 17. That's, 17, that's up okay. 17 points well, from 17, two days ago. Well, it, it, you said this movie's not out yet, right? So 17 would be, that's roughly one out of six. That's, you know, so of the six people who have reviewed it, one of them liked it. I'm I'm looking at the photo. Honestly, that's fucking perverted. Like, get tattooed <laughs> all you want. Like, don't fucking do that. That's fucking. Ugh. Yeah, it's really it's it's idiotic to do that. Yeah, the the fake tattoo technology that Hollywood has is so much better. It's so much better right. having that on your body forever. Would you rather have this or the uh, Ben Affleck back piece? Oh, the, oh my god, the Phoenix. Honestly, yeah. I'd probably rather have the Ben Affleck back piece. Yeah, you don't have to see it whenever you look in the mirror. That's true. I think I'd rather have the Shia LaBeouf just because it's not colored, and I heard it's mm. easier to get black tattoos removed. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's a lot of canvas to get removed. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, that that just, would take so long, and it wouldn't be it oof. wouldn't be pleasant. Cut my whole skin off at that point. Just get rid of it all. Don't do any of it. Yeah. Don't. Also, that whole thing of like, he got a tooth removed for Fury and like Brad Pitt like filed his teeth for Fight Club. Like, don't do that. 
What are you proving? Yeah, you know, it's one thing if you're Christian Bale and you're just going to get really fat or really skinny for your roles. And that's unhealthy, too, and we don't glorify that either. But at least that is more of a temporary transition than, you know, having extreme dental work done or having uh, a major alteration of a major organ in your body. Because remember, kids, skin is organs, too. Yeah, Yeah, like even Daniel Day-Lewis wouldn't do that. And he's... He's better. He's a better actor than everybody. He's an extremely <laughs> talented actor, but also working with him must be a pain in the ass because for oh, months or even years, he is he is the role that he is playing and he won't do anything it, it, that doesn't fit his role. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Shia LaBeouf's approach only ever affects himself. Like it doesn't, you know, put anybody else out. So if that's the choice is if that's the choice he makes, whatever, you know, if he wants to do that, good for him. It's it's not bothering me. Whereas, you know, a method actor is going to be in your face about their character all the goddamn time. Let's start a GoFundMe to have Daniel Day-Lewis cast in a movie where he plays a caveman who has no (laughs) vocal cords. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just so he'll be annoying to the people he loves. This is a real testament to how much we don't want to talk about this movie. Um, all right, but getting back to the movie and and speaking about things that are weird and, and funny and bizarre, um, it was really, really funny to me the hoops that uh the brothers made Van Dusen jump through when they were trying to give his dog back to him. So I'm talking uh, (laughs) the get a cake that says the itsy bitsy spider on it. And then he stands out in front of the bakery handing out slices seeing the itsy bitsy spider. I love that. um, When he goes to the bowling alley in a robe, you know, those were some good uh, hijinks. Also, um, he should be dead because he stuck his head inside of one of those ball return things like that will kill you. That will smash a bowling ball into your nose and your cartilage will go up into your brain and you die. That's our Agreed. show, everybody. That's our show, everybody. Uh, don't die. Thank you. Yeah, um, I did. However, um, we're going back to the. um what is it? The bakery scene where he's holding that sheet cake outside. Did anybody notice that the bakery just had an empty sheet cake out on display? Like that was how they advertised themselves with just a blank sheet cake. That doesn't really no. tell me anything about the store. Your name I was here. Too, yeah. <laughs> I was too distracted by Tom York's cameo as a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold, hold on. If you got, I think everybody can easily figure out who the homeless man was. It's just... The director. It was? Yeah, the director, Neil Israel. I don't know why oh, wow. directors love playing the homeless guy in their movies, but that's definitely a trope. Probably to be humbling or something dumb. I suppose so. Yeah. After yelling at everybody on set. And making a million dollars. Yeah, humbling. Well, I'd like Another- to make a million dollars for directing a piece of crap like this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Where do I sign? Another cameo in this movie, uh, the voice of the dog, Stan Lee. This is a Marvel movie. Oh, oh wow. Amazing. Yeah. It's Holy the first Marvel shit. movie. Incredible. You know, that, that, there was that scene where um, 
the dog jumped like five feet into the bike basket. And I thought like, hey, that seems pretty unrealistic. But nope, it's just a superhero. Yeah, if you if if you I don't know if you guys watched after the credits, but Nick Fury shows up mm. and uh, actually recruits um, Jay and his brother Mike to be Captain America's. Right, and then High Captain's School Musical, America, sorry. High School Musical Three Endgame is where it really all yep. you know comes in comes <laughs> to a head. Captain's yep. America, James. Did you just pluralize Captain America as Captain's <laughs> yep. America? Yeah, you know it's There's- like it's like courts martial. Yeah. Attorney's general. <laughs> Attorney's general. You know, you need one for North America, South America. Um, there was also one of the brothers from the Meat Puppets was in this movie because there's um, whoa, Kurt. There's Kurt Kirkwood and there's Chris Kirkwood and Craig Kirkwood. He's the third Meat Puppet. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're all Meat Puppets. Oh, which actually that reminds me. Um, Mike or Matt, I can't remember. One of the Captains America, he uses the insult meat stain, referring yes, to his younger yes. brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. I assumed yes. that was going to be the name of the drink, but I, I didn't know how the oh, drink would have meat in name. it. It's the name of the dog. Yeah. There was definitely some other insults that the that older brother said, and I I wish I wrote meat it down. Meat spin. Yeah, meat spin. Meat spin. Yeah. Yeah, everybody go Google that one. (laughs) Don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh. Guys, I lied. That was a call to action. Yeah, guys, I lied. There was one other thing that made me laugh in this movie. It's when Mike says, this is starting to look suspicious as he's dragging a sack of meat (laughs) with his car (laughs) through a suburban neighborhood with a horde of dogs chasing after him. This is starting to look suspicious. <laughs> yeah, he fills his fucking rucksack with like uh, <laughs> a chuck steak and a chicken <laughs> and a honey baked ham. And he drags it behind his Jeep. All of the food looked vile in this movie, yeah. including the stuff they get from the Tupperware and they feed to the dogs. Yeah. Do you, do you remember what any of those meals were? Oh, um, spaghetti. spaghetti with not a lot of sauce. The one thing that he was like, have some meatloaf. It was like meat jelly. It was basically <laughs> wet canned food. Oh. That's well, all they it probably, was. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. had to get a shot of the dog eating food. So they it gave it something. Like, it, it looked like they know. had deviled eggs, too. And um, oh, he said like tofu uh, egg salad. Yep. Yeah, they had little Ofu like um, like out. crackers with like olives and and like I guess like tuna salad on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, roasted chicken. It looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else yeah. pissed me off about the prop department is they they capture the dog and put it under a basket to calm it down or something, and the basket is doesn't even have like a flat top. Mm. It's like rounded. So it's going to like the dog's going to escape. No problem. Like they couldn't have find any better basket. Yeah. No, that, that, that annoyed me too. <laughs> That's a shame. It really did. Um, so I'm surprised to find out where this movie was filmed because the whole movie I was wondering, does anybody I actually, else know? I don't know this one. I, I forgot oh, to look I it up. It. Yeah, I, I saw I, it. I think I saw key. it. Okay, so okay, well, let, let me see if I can work my way through this then. So, if if you're surprised, then it's not Canada. 
Correct. Um, it doesn't appear to be California. That's also um, correct. There's snow. Can, is it? Oh, right. There's snow. Um, yep. Is it Utah? Yeah, dude. Wow. Cool. So the only reason I said Utah is because several of the other DCOMs have been filmed in Utah. Lucky the Irish was filmed in Utah. Uh, High School Musical was filmed in Utah. So I just kind of went out on a limb there. It was filmed on the home planet of Mitt Romney, Salt Lake City. (laughs) Mm, Yes, that's why Mitt Romney made his guest appearance as a dog. And that's why, um, what's his name's nickname is Martian. Yep. Uh, uh, Their last name is Martin, right? Oh, I guess that makes sense. Because I was like, why is that never explained? Why does he just keep calling him Martian? Shows you how much attention I was paying to this bullshit movie. Yeah, he's, nah, it's he's, okay. He's making fun of their last name, and his last name is Van Dusen. <laughs> oh, hey, Van Dusen, you got any of those polo shirts I could wear? <laughs> uh, is, there, is there anything else in this movie? The girl, the piano girl from High School Musical is in this movie. That's the only other thing I can think of. Um, yeah, I really liked um, Brother Mike's bucket hat when he went to <laughs> Ding Dong Ronnie and mm-hmm. try to sell him on BMX bikes or something. That whole scene pissed me off, too, because it was like he was stalling, but it was in the worst way. He may as well have been staying there going like blah, 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 blah. It was yeah. just abject gibberish hey what do you what uh what's a what's a papa wheelie what's a papa wheelie you know what a papa wheelie is yeah what are those things called that the frame of the bike is over and uh mars is not the fourth or the fifth or the sixth planet from the sun there were two other things that i realized were actually funny in this movie so this movie is bad everyone who's listened who's listened this far knows that the movie is bad but Here's one thing. Ed Begley Jr. tries to steal a candy bar from a vending machine, mm. and the candy bar is just called Johnny Bar. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great name in the credits. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Bar. <laughs> Post sound editing, Johnny Bar. Brother of Attorney General Bill Barr. Johnny Barr. <laughs> There was only one good credit name that I found, and it was a guy in stunts. His name was Joffrey Brown, but it's spelled J-O-P-H-E-R-Y, so Joffrey Brown. I also liked uh, the return of Don Kitte. Oh, yeah, Don Kitte. Always nice to see a familiar familiar name. And then, of course, uh, Craig Kirkwood, the third meat puppet. Mm-hmm. Guys, where's Elmo Pons Dominic? I miss him. Our re-recording editor. Well, let's see. This film came out April 13th, 2001. I think he was in pilot school at the time. Ah, that would make sense. Okay. The only other thing that I wanted to point out from my notes is Ed Begley Jr. says the line when he's like standing on his fucking Hitler podium above the school, just like, oh, let's try not to stuff our brains with things we already know. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What? That means absolutely nothing. Also, you're the headmaster of the school and you're going, hey, guys, let's all try to do this. Like, 
How about you just make it happen? Yeah. Ridiculous. I have I have two things. One's an observation and one is a question for everybody. Uh, my observation is the voice changer that they use is the trivia murder party voice from Jackbox. Yes. Yep, I Full caught stop. that too. Yep. <laughs> um, and my question, <laughs> I want to see if I can even get it out. My question, um, who's worse, this dog or the one that convinced David Berkowitz to kill everyone? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, this I, I did have a thing. Yes, I did have another thing to say, but this is better. Holy if, shit. If I'm being perfectly honest, it's this dog, Camille. She's a small, stupid white dog, and she even has the little red crust around her eyes. Yeah, um, the, the, the mask that they don't clean. I want to destroy her. I didn't want to destroy uh sam, sam who created the son of sam you know yeah. which uh, if we're being fi- this is all in jest he berkowitz came out later in life and said that that he made that up but let's not mm, <laughs> but for this i don't situation. know about that okay so so I, I i would say that this dog is a is chaotic chaotic neutral which is the worst kind of chaotic at least if you're chaotic good or chaotic evil you have an agenda chaotic neutral mm. is just the worst <laughs> Good point. Further, is this dog like a sexist trope? Because at the end, so we haven't even talked about the end of this movie, but at the end, uh, it's what even happens that, at the end? Uh, so they they frame they, they they bring the dog back and make it seem like Ronnie was holding the dog ransom this whole time. Oh right, and then he gets. They redo the scholarship with the with Columbus, the headmaster, the father-in-law of of Ed Begley Jr., uh, and then Ronnie winds up in military school. But um, what, what what were we talking about? The dog is pregnant. Oh yeah, the dog is pregnant. Oh yeah, that's like the side ending to this. Is, is like, is uh, that why the dog's supposed to be crazy? I thought the same Hormones. thing. They never explained why the dog is insane. I, I think they were implying that she was stressed out. Um, and and this, that was why I, she acted that way. Uh, this dog has been bounced around way too much to carry full term throughout the course <laughs> of this movie. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I, think, I don't know how dog know. pregnancy works, but... Huh. I, I think the joke was that that little brown puppy that she was with before she chased the meat sack, I think that was supposed to be her lover. Um, oh. But I think I'm reading right. too much into it. I think, yeah, whichever one of you said that maybe it was sexist with uh, Camille, I, I think you're right, because I think she was just supposed to be an allegory for, um, you know, the, the modern medicated woman, because she was also taking uh, psychiatric drugs and... Um, what's her name? Eliza Van Dusen was like, oh, good news. The doctor says she's fine. She no longer has to take her Valium or whatever. <laughs> I know somebody whose dog had to take Doggy Prozac. In fact, we all know somebody whose dog had to take Doggy Prozac. He's a former guest on the show. Okay, don't, don't name and shame. I won't. But also, this person claims that that dog when brought to the beach, tried to walk into the water and not come back. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if I was owned by that person, maybe I'd walk into the water too. Hey, oh. That was a joke. I I still don't even know who you're talking about. That's okay. (laughs) Um, Do we want to rate this movie? Is it time to rate this movie? Yeah, I want to rate this movie. Here on the DCTP, we got a very simple rating system. You can either give a movie a thumbs up if you liked it, or you can give it a thumbs down if you didn't like it. And no reasoning has to be given either way. Very simple. Cool. I give this. Okay, go ahead. You no no no. It's fine. You start. I'm going to get a drink. I need another one. Yeah, this one gets a big thumbs down for me, and I will not explain why. I will only say that if you want to get mad, if you need a reason to get mad, watch this movie. Thumbs are way down. Thumbs are way way down on this one. We've watched touching the floor. We've watched three dog Disney movies, I think, now. We've watched You Lucky Dog. We watched Life is Rough. And now this one. And I'm surprised that even after watching Life is Rough, I'm still going to say that this is the worst dog movie that we've watched. Maybe ever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's a shame. This one, like Taj Mowry is great. He's he's done other really good things, and this movie's just bad. This this cast is great. I had high hopes. Mm-hmm. But the, oh no, I said it. No, no, why did I say it? I love Pete Buttigieg. He's a cool guy. Gotta have high high hopes. Um. But this this movie's too noisy for me. The dog isn't even cute. It's just yeah, it's just a bad dog um, and a bad movie. I hated this movie so much. Uh, it was that obvious, guys. Uh, I had no idea. On the same page, way thumbs down. All right, yeah, this movie gets the meat stain award for being really, really <laughs> bad. God damn. We we've had I think we've had too long of a streak of bad movies. Um I'm I'm going to I'm going to make an uh, an executive decision and I'm going to pick a movie for the next episode that I know I really like and hopefully that could that could reinvigorate us. You might not like it. I don't know, but hey, uh, whoa 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 whoa. You made an executive decision on this one, buddy. No, I didn't. No, I chose this one. Okay, oh. okay. I, I see why you say that, Ryan. And here, here's what happened for all of the listeners who don't care. Uh, I went to... So there is one person who I shall not name, <laughs> Brennan, who doesn't have an iPhone. So we can't name our, our, our text conversation for the group chat. So whenever I'm looking for our, our podcast conversation, I just search Brennan. But clearly... When I did this, I was a little, I was a little, uh, not paying attention and I just clicked and I just messaged Brennan instead of everybody. And I said, all right, who's got an idea for a movie? And Brennan said, how about hounded? And I was like, yeah, perfect. And then like a day later, she said, uh, did you mean to text this to everybody? And that's when I realized that I fucked up. 
But uh, yeah, I, I, I if, if, if you want to say I made the executive decision because I was drunk and wasn't very executive, that's fine. I'll, no. I'll, I'll take that one. No, Brennan, I want to thank you for picking this movie because it sucks shit. I mean, can't we all appreciate that a bunch of people got paid? Yeah, <laughs> this movie made jobs. No, because we're now just like oh. another person who won't be named. We're we're justifying this movie's existence by, you know, <laughs> not basing it on anything, just saying that it's, you know, good because it exists, <laughs> which is just patently false. Yes, very true. Um, however, I'm, you know, our listeners out there may feel differently. So listeners, if you did like this movie or if you have any like positive nostalgic feelings about it, please let us know. Uh, we have an email, Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We're on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. And we have a phone number that is, uh, I, I forgot to look it up, so I'm just going to go for it. 914 863 Yeah. 914-863-1613. Yeah, give us a call, and we would love to hear from you if you have anything at all to say about this movie, any other movie, or if you just want to say hi. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's it. Um, I'm I'm so done with this movie. Uh, I I just want to fast forward to whatever the next one we're doing is. Um, any plugs? Anybody? Uh, yeah, look up the uh, Mike Piazza on Baywatch episode of Mike <laughs> Piazza on Baywatch. Watch it. Can't yeah, wait. that's what that's what we're gonna go watch right now. That's our show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in next week. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Wow, it's really good that we can annotate. Dude, I had no idea this was a thing you could do. I'm glad yeah, that everybody can right see now? it. Yeah, have, we just started. I've never Who started seen this. It? Wait, I wait, did. really? Wait, Brandon, I just saw Brandon's name pop up. Yeah, I just (laughs) typed Brandon. (laughs) And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, what did I do? I was looking for, what was I looking for? I can't remember what I was looking for, and I found it. Why Mike Piazza? Like, we could just go back and forth all day long and name other baseball players. He was like a breakout star in that year, though, because it had to have been... I forget what year he came up. It was like 89 or something or yeah. Oh, it was 89. Yeah. Was, he was, he was oh like my. a breakout star. They were on strike. Trying yes. to keep my swing oh, sharp while we're on so strike. 94. Oh, so this person flailing around is in such shallow water. They walk in there. They're waist deep. <laughs> My God. Oh, my God. Also, I love I just love the trope in so many shows. Wait. Oh, my God. He picks up the woman that he saves. Uh-huh. I just. Oh, my God. So many things. about Number hey, one, I've never seen. You're Mike Piazza, aren't you? Yeah. What's like, your yeah. name? What's your name? I, I just love the trope of an athlete is in a show, they're wearing their uniform. Yeah. They have to be. Uh, 
Also, him frantically pulling a small floaty with Pamela Anderson just because mm-hmm. he has to join. They're, they're terrible. They're just yanking it, uh, essentially going to rip it out of this woman's hands who's in waist-deep water. They're a foot away from her in waist-deep water. And finally, uh, I am. this is not a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. This is fact. Mike Piazza can't swim. That's why in that scene he didn't go into deeper water. He can, he's unable to swim. How do you know that? I don't know that <laughs> at all. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way to verify it, but it's true. Wow, that is peak bad 90s. That's, that's epic, OP. All right, we can stop recording, James, if you, if you have done that already. All done. Have not done that.